Hello, 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 and welcome back to a very bittersweet episode of Girls Plus Club Potty. Guys, this is the last episode of season one of the podcast. I literally cannot believe that we've made it here. Like, we've been recording for months now. We've been going on and chatting and talking to all sorts of different people. We've had so many amazing and incredible guests on the podcast. And I literally cannot believe it's the end of season one. This whole podcast in itself has been like... And a literal pinch me moment. Like I've wanted to have a podcast for so long and to now to finally have it and to have finished season one just feels crazy, like so surreal. But I just want to take a moment to thank all of you guys so much for listening, for coming back each and every week. Our general and our loyal weekly listeners, you guys have been amazing. And um, it's been so nice to answer your dilemmas. It's been very interesting to say the least, and to just chat to you guys as well on Instagram or whatever it is and get to know you guys a little bit better. It's honestly been such an amazing few months. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm really excited for today's episode. I've decided, I wasn't sure how I wanted to end this, but I've decided I'm gonna do a recap, like a recap of January until now. But with the podcast episodes, yes, as like the base, but also with me like personally and just kind of like bring you guys up to speed with where I've been and just take a moment to like pause and reflect on the last few months of what's been going on with me personally, what's been going on with the podcast, with everything. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Also, it's really weird recording on my own. I feel like I am literally just talking to no one. <laughs> I need to get used to it. This is why I've done so many guest episodes because I really like sitting down and having conversations with other people. I feel like it's so weird when you're just talking into the mic, looking at the cameras and just talking to yourself. But I do need to get used to it because I wanna do more of this in season two. Season two is really exciting because I have a lot more self-care, self-help content, a lot more of that kind of stuff planned. So I want to sit back and talk to you guys, you know, about self-sabotage, about setting boundaries, about just learning to look after yourself, learning to love yourself, whether that's physically or mentally or psychologically, whatever it is. Just really taking those little steps you can take each and every day to help better yourself. So this episode, this episode, this season has been so fun. And um, next season is gonna be just as fun, just as amazing, but it is gonna get a little bit more serious in an episode, probably not every episode, probably, you know, one in every three, maybe every second, we'll see. We'll see where the world takes us, where life goes. Right, okay, like I said, finally going into it. Without further ado, welcome to the final episode of the Girls Plus Club Potty of season one. So looking back to January and actually kind of visiting a lot of last year, I was definitely in my self-love era. Still am, for sure, but I really like begun is when I started getting like used to buying myself things like flowers each week like I remember the first time I decided to go to the shop and literally didn't need to get anything I just thought I'm just gonna go buy myself some flowers just to cheer myself up for no reason and it was just so nice to go out and do something and I remember feeling like a bit of an idiot and thinking like this is so weird like why am I really thinking about just buying myself flowers like why does this need to be like a thing in my brain where I'm like analyzing it why can't I just go out and do it and it was a real shift in my mindset of just doing something for yourself for no reason like you don't need to justify things you don't need to have an explanation you don't need even need to understand things sometimes you can just do stuff because you want to do them and you're doing it for yourself you know so I went out bought myself a pair of pair of flowers a bunch of flowers um I came home I made this whole Instagram stories like reels everything about it and just how exciting and nice it was to do something so, something so small that all of us can do and it really just had a big impact on me of okay Rosie if you want to do that you go do that and it really just spilled over into the rest of my life and everything else that I was doing right 
Another thing I started doing at the start of this year was consciously spending more time on like my morning and my nighttime routines. <laughs> I don't want to paint a, like a really pretty picture to you guys. It's not a case where I was waking up half an hour early every single day and spending like a really nice time having this like totally glamorized morning routine, feeling fresh and awake and having perfect skin. It has literally not been like that at all. I'd say there was probably like on average three or four times a month that I would consciously take some time out and be like, okay, I am going to wake up a little bit earlier today or I'm going to stay up a little bit later tonight and just spend a bit more time on my nighttime or my morning routine, you know, taking my makeup off or putting it on, doing my hair and just like pampering myself and just like physically doing these little things for myself. Once again, similar to the flowers, right? I was just doing something which is so small but goes such a long way just to help myself. And it was just really nice, really good to do this every single month. I didn't have like a regime or a routine. I mean, I was trying to do it most weeks, but I think realistically, I probably got it done like once a week or maybe like once every two weeks. And the moments and the times that I did spend the time doing that, it was really nice because I could just do it. I didn't need to like think about it. I didn't need to put pressure on myself to do it a certain amount of times, blah, 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 any of that stuff. I could just do it as and when I felt like I needed it. And oh my God, let me tell you, I need that so bad right now. <laughs> We've been traveling for like over a month now. I haven't taken like a single night out to have a little pamper session for myself. I think it's because we're with everyone. Like I'm with Henry, obviously, and I can do it when I'm with him, but we're with all our friends as well. And you know, we're here, there and everywhere. I haven't got like a little setup sorted out for me or anything like that. And so I've just kind of been making excuses like not to bother doing it. So in need I am deep in need I'm telling you now that I'm saying this out loud I'm gonna do it tonight I need to put a face mask on I need to brush my hair <laughs> I need to wash it I need to just relax and just like pamper myself even just for 20 minutes I know that I'm just gonna feel like 10 times better for it by the time I go to sleep so this is your reminder if you're feeling a little bit all over the place right now take 20 minutes out tonight or tomorrow morning and just pamper yourself even if you're just putting lip oil or you're doing your toenails or something like that just do something it honestly goes the longest way in how you like treat yourself and how you look after yourself oh my god this other thing I got used to doing as well which was really weird um I got used to shopping by myself and I think that's kind of like come out the back of lockdown where we weren't really like supposed to spend a lot of time with other people and it was just Henry and I at home he was at work and I needed to go out and get stuff in the day so I'd go to the shop on my own and I know people are listening to this and being like okay cool like not a big deal but for me I spent the longest time like so uncomfortable in my own company and like spending time alone and then consciously to go out of my way to go outside and spend time alone doing an activity that I would always ask someone else to do with me like it was honestly so refreshing and if I'm honest I think I prefer shopping on my own than shopping with other people anyway you can just mooch how you want when you want where you want you don't need to be like oh do you mind if we go to this shop or oh sorry I'm taking so long here like just do it as you want and just go with the flow and it was so so nice and now I just much prefer shopping on my own I don't even want to bring Henry <laughs> I don't want to bring anyone with me I just want to go on my own um, and that was definitely something I got used to at the start of this year Um, it's funny how you're so like stuck in your ways and in your patterns and your habits of like doing things a certain way and you just get stuck doing that for the longest time and then when you change it you're like oh my god this is so liberating it's so like not even empowering but it's just so like refreshing <laughs> you know that meme where <laughs> she pulls the water that tiktok pulls the water on that girl's face and she's like mm, refreshing <laughs> that's literally how it feels it just feels so nice to do all these things like for myself 
I think that was the biggest thing with January of this year and a lot of last year was realizing that I could do whatever I wanted to do and just do it for myself. And again, it kind of bringing you back to that whole thing of you don't need to have a reason. You don't need to justify it. You don't even need to understand it yourself sometimes. If you just fancy doing something for yourself, just go and do it. And the way that you feel afterwards is just, it's unmatched. It just, you just feel so independent, of course, but you also feel like relaxed, I guess. I always just feel so either proud of myself or I, I was uncomfortable doing that by myself before and I've done it by myself now. Or you just feel totally calm and like content and you don't need to think about anyone else other than yourself and what's going on in your brain. Which kind of brings me on to my next thing. I am definitely in my healing era right now. Like this year, more than any other year, and it's crazy because I say this every year, but every year it just gets more and more. This year, I feel like I've really f like face on confronted so many things that had traumatized me growing up, things that I found really, really difficult and things that I just, I didn't even like thinking about. Like I didn't enjoy even remembering them. I just totally disassociated from so many things that happened to me for the longest time. And this year I just, I've had enough because do you know what? When you just block out things that have happened to you because they were traumatic or you just find it like uncomfortable to think about or to, to even talk about, especially to talk about, all you end up doing is that little thing is like festering inside of you. It's still in your body. It's still in your soul, like in your heart. It's still there. It's just going to fester and it ends up like rolling into all parts of your life. Like the stuff that I experienced in Ireland with the racism, with the bullying and with the other stuff that happened, I didn't realize actually just how much that had actually shaped the person that I am now. Like I've always been someone that's been a little bit insecure when it comes to friendships. And now I look back and I'm like, of course, like it's so obvious. Of course I'm someone that's been in, like felt insecure, even in really stable and secure and lovely friendships because I was bullied for so long growing up that I had so much distrust in how other people actually felt about me. Especially when, you know, you'd have a girl that like one day on a Monday would be like so nice to you and not be a dick to you. But then on the Tuesday, like throw things at you in the playground and like be horrible and call you names. And then the next day her be totally normal with you because that's what she wanted to do that's what she fancied like that's what was going on with her but when you're a child you put that on you you don't even as an adult I guess you don't think oh that's because of her own issues you almost automatically assume or at least I do that was because of me because she didn't like me because I was doing something wrong or I wasn't you know and I just I didn't realize how much I carried that weight until this year and don't get me wrong I think I did know <laughs> I definitely did know like over the last couple of years that it had affected me, but I did not understand the extent and I did not understand how much it affected the friendships that I have today. Like even with Paige, right? She's one of my closest friends. I only met her a couple of years ago. She's one of my closest friends now. And I never feel like, never second guess, never like have any doubt, or never feel uncomfortable in our friendship. But there are definitely times where I catch myself thinking like, oh, I don't want to do that because that might annoy her or she might not like that. Or is she annoyed at me, but she's not telling me. And very quickly, I'm like, hold on, this is Paige. If she has a problem, she'll let me know. But you have to remind yourself that because 
you have to disassociate in a way, you have to disassociate those old emotions that you had with the person who you used to be and the experiences that you had. And remember that was on that other like second party or that third party, the person that was bullying you or the person you had that relationship with or your mum and dad or whoever it is, like how they behaved is totally to do with them. It has nothing to do with you. And I really learned this year that my actions are on me and their actions are on them. Even with like my mom and dad, my brother and my sister, like I had this, oh my God, I don't know if my sister's gonna like this, but I don't think she listens, she finds it weird to listen to my podcast. <laughs> she called me up one night and she was just like, so angry at me about some stuff, right? And I was like, hold on, first off, this stuff happened a year ago, why haven't you told me until now? And second off, what are you actually annoyed about? And she was just having a go at me. She was so angry. And immediately I got my back up and I was like, well, what the hell? Like, blah, 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 blah. Caught me so off guard. I was so sidetracked by it. But then I realized like in the midst of the argument, oh my God, there's something going on with her. Like this is totally her actions right now. Whilst it might be projected onto me and everything that she's saying, they were totally to do with her. It had nothing to do with me. So we like sat back and I was like, damn, like, are you okay? And then it all came out. And then she told me how she was feeling and it honestly had nothing to do with me. And that has been a really like significant reminder to me of, hold on, even if people are saying things to you and they're directed at you, a lot of the time it's because of how they feel about things that are going on with them, not because of you. I've had a few friendships end this year. Not like breakup friendship level, like you know when you have those friendship breakups that literally feel like your whole world is crashing down and you've lost someone so special. It hasn't really been on that level, but it's more so been like, okay, you know the poem, reasons, seasons, and lifetime. I've definitely had some seasonal friends come and go this year and it's been weird. <laughs> it's always weird because you never get into a friendship thinking oh we're becoming friends we're probably not gonna be friends in a month's time but looking back hold on there were actually were a couple of people oh my god I feel like I keep saying hold on <laughs> but there were a couple of people that I met and I definitely thought to myself like yeah they're a nice girl and you know we're good friends but they probably, probably won't be friends forever and I just kept thinking about that poem like there are people here for a reason or for, for a season or for a lifetime and thinking about that poem really helps me take pressure off of friendships and when these friendships kind of like fizzled out like there was no drama I know you're sad to hear because you want to hear the gossip you want to hear the drama I mean I wish I wish it was a bit more interesting but it was just a total fizzle out of a friendship and so by the end of it I was like oh I guess we're not not that we're not really friends anymore but we just don't really hang out anymore and it was okay because that person like what they brought to me and brought into my life at that time and hopefully like what I brought into their life during that period was positive and it was good and we were kind of there for lessons or for reminders or just involved in each other's lives for whatever reason and it might even be a case where we were just friends because we were friends and now we're not really friends and there might not be a deeper meaning like connected to it but it was just really refreshing for myself to not feel like so overwhelmed by a friendship ending and I think it's actually a lot more normal than we make it out to be like friendships do end and that's okay and you kind of just get on with your life wish that person well or maybe you have bad blood and you don't want to speak to them again like cool that's actually fairly normal I think everyone in their life experiences that I know my dad has 
I know Henry has like the guy that's friends with everyone, right? He's still falling out with people and being like, okay, like not really friends anymore. Um, my mum, for sure, my aunts, my uncles, like you guys, I know you have, and I've got other friends that have fallen out with other friends, right? It is so, so normal. And it's been really refreshing to like, know that confidently and trusting my gut with that. Like, okay, this is normal. Like it's not a big deal. It's okay. That kind of connects to how often I used to put so much pressure and weight on small little natural and normal things that happen in my life. And I feel like this year has been a really nice, just breather. <laughs> like I'm just not stressing about these things anymore. They're, they're small things like, yes, it's sad a friendship's ended or you know you have experienced this kind of stress because this happened to you but actually a lot of the time you can just let go of that stress I know it's easier said than done it is but you can just think okay I'm not gonna let this stress me it doesn't need to because it doesn't xyz like it doesn't bring this to my life or you know this might be happening for this reason or again you might not understand it but you can just let go because the more you hold on to things the more weight and pressure you put on things the more they weigh you down right so just let go and you know if that other person's getting stressed let them let them get stressed that's on them remember their actions and their words it's totally on them and it's not on you so yeah I feel like oh my god I feel like I've not stopped talking for like 20 minutes already but the weight of this year and like sorry the weight of like my life has just been lifted this year and I just feel like I can just be me now and I can just chill and do the things I want to do and stop feeling embarrassed and ashamed of all these little things that literally no one else would think of, no one else would notice, no one else would care about. And I really hope that you guys, like through listening to the podcast, can pick up on these things and, you know, apply them to your own lives and remember, okay, like fine, that friendship ended, I'm sad, but I can move on. It's not the end of the world. And that person's got a problem with me they want to come talk to me they can come talk to me and I'll be here to listen but if they've got a problem and they don't want to talk to you then that's on them that's not on you it's not your responsibility so oh just breathe guys take a second just breathe breathe deep breaths in and deep breaths out and just kind of let that shit go just let it into the ozone (laughs) into the world into the sky into the sky into the planet whatever it is just it's gone Another thing in this whole hearing era, healing era, does he hearing? Healing era was talking about my sex life like publicly. It was weird. It was uncomfortable and it was weird, but it did bring up a lot of healthy conversations off the back of it. And like, I even ended up talking to my sister about some stuff behind, behind closed doors. And it just blew my mind how much we related to each other with our experiences and as who we are. And I just thought, oh my God, we don't talk about it even right now I'm like trembling a little bit and I'm like re-recording this because I'm 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 nervous and it's uncomfortable and it's not something that's openly discussed normally but we are so normal do you know what I mean like I spoke to my sister about some stuff and straight away she was like oh my god same like I I, I'm I'm initiating it 24 7 or something like that you know and she's like yeah same and suddenly this weight is off my shoulders again and I'm like hold on I'm not even weird for that and it doesn't like degrade me in any way and it just really refreshed me again especially having those conversations with Alex on the potty as well right when we were talking about our sex issues daddy issues all this kind of stuff and talking about your dilemmas suddenly like everything's normalized and I think as soon as things become normalized as soon as you're like oh, there's someone else relates to that. Like, I'm not in this alone. You can just like 
totally change your perspective on it, change the way that you're talking about it, change the way that you're having these conversations. And I think a big thing that healed for me this year was that I didn't need to feel embarrassed because, you know, they say, oh, the boy is always the one that is initiating 24 seven. But in reality, like that's not the case for a lot of people. And from all the messages I got from you guys, it seems like it's pretty similar too. It's 50-50 or it's 60-40 or it changes. But I don't know why that was something that weighed me down and affected me behind the scenes for so long. And it made me second guess myself. And it made me think, oh, like you're wrong for this or that's not like right, like it shouldn't be that way. Actually, whatever way things are, that is just the way they are. And that's fine, as long as you're okay with it like get get okay with it you know it was also really interesting to talk to Alex about her life and suddenly like her sex experiences are so similar to mine even though they're totally different but they were so similar in the way that she had feelings that I had after like having sex with someone or if you've had like a one night stand something like that and she's turned around and she's like that made me feel this way that made me feel like shit or I actually didn't care and suddenly I'm like oh okay so you're not always going to feel the same way after something and it can change and everything that we like discussed about you know what we were longing for and that comes out in a relationship I feel like I'm speaking in riddles right now but I I have to (laughs) I can't bring myself to talk about it go and listen to I think it's my second ever episode go and have a little listen because you'll know exactly what I'm talking about but it's just again another thing that has happened in the last year that's just or even the last few months that's just lifted away off our shoulders and it really does like highlight the power of talking like chatting to one another and being open and being vulnerable right just talk about things and then suddenly how you feel about them totally changes I already touched on it at the very start of this episode and I'm going to talk about it more in season two but like setting boundaries and trusting your gut they were two things that I really had to focus on and you have to really consciously focus on them right so learning that like know that you know people say no is a full sentence but like cool that's still a lot harder to apply to your own life and to these situations that catch you off guard or whatever but actually just putting that into practice like start small guys okay someone says do you want a coffee you don't really fancy one but you're like oh yeah I'll have one just say no no I don't I'm fine thank you you know like what Henry was saying a few episodes ago that if he doesn't want to do something he's just gonna be like no I don't want to do it like playing Uno right (laughs) I know it's such a funny example but get comfortable just saying no if you do get comfortable saying no and you like you can start with the small things and it can develop into much bigger situations like okay I recently got invited on a friend's holiday but I couldn't really afford it because I'm saving for some other stuff and I really wanted to say yes and I felt bad because my friend isn't going on this holiday because I'm not going and a part of me was like oh I should go because you know my decision is affecting them but actually I've had to say no because that's the right thing for me and now I'm getting comfortable doing that I'm like oh do you know what I am sorry but no I can't go and I don't want to, or I can't because of this reason or that reason or whatever. And then suddenly you haven't got this burden of planning and packing and saving for this holiday that you don't really want to be going on. I mean, we all love a holiday, but sometimes it's not what you need when you need it. So I'm so glad I started with the small stuff like a coffee and saying no, or meeting up with someone and they wanted to meet up, but I didn't want to meet up with them. And I said, no, you know, let people down lightly, but I said no, because that's not what I wanted to now fast forward to where I am literally sitting in Bali recording the podcast and I'm not on the holiday that I didn't want to be on I'm actually where I wanted to be so it 
just allows you to just do what you want to do for you rather than doing living your life and doing what you want to do not even what you want to do but doing stuff for other people something I'm still working on and I think I'll be learned like learning about this and working on it for a long time is learning to make decisions for myself but unapologetically like turning around and not saying to people oh like I'm really sorry but like that's not gonna work for me I don't want to do this blah 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 obviously yeah you can be polite or whatever but turning around and being like I'm gonna do it this way because this is how I want to do it there's no sorries there's no buts there's no ifs there's nothing else attached I'm doing this because this is how I how I need to do it or I want to do it or this is what works for me and just you having that mindset where you're doing things unapologetically you're just doing them because that's how you need to do them you suddenly just stop spending all of your energy and all of your time thinking about and worrying about other people when in reality they'll just turn around and be like okay no problem and people don't care in fact I think people respect it a lot more so that should encourage you to turn around and be like okay I'm just going to do that one thing that's going on kind of in that sense at the moment is like my Instagram's blowing up and it's going crazy but all these people are turning around I'm getting like these horrible DMs from like these gross men and it's just not a nice place right now I don't really mind it's just a bit annoying but turning around and going on camera and being like literally what I did a few days ago unfollow me I don't know why you're following me you don't need to be here and just telling people to go away because you don't you don't like them and you don't want them to be be following you you don't want them to be doing this whatever I would have been so scared and like thought about that and overanalyzed it and looked into that like a million times over probably not even gone on camera and done it and just put up a picture and put my text on it because I've already sent that to five people to check that that's okay to post actually I just want to tell you to go away so I'm just going to go on my camera and tell you to go away no one is going to watch that and think like they might think it's bold or whatever but they're not going to be like oh weird she shouldn't have done that or she should have phrased that a bit differently or she should have said that a bit differently if you were just you unapologetically then people are just going to take that on the chin for what it is and it's so much easier to just live (laughs) and breathe like this rather than worrying about everyone else all the bloody time I do feel like that's a big thing that's changed this year is that I'm no longer stressing about other people's opinions and what other people want to do and what other people think of what I want to do and I'm just doing what I want to do and I'm so much happier for it and so I think all of these things when they compile them together you can really have that power and that strength in you to totally change your life and just to be so much happier and generally feel like that weight has been lifted. So another thing, again, I'm going to be working on this till the end of time, but it's understanding my emotions. Like I go through these phases where I feel like I know myself really well and I I know how that's going to make me feel or I know how I'm feeling in a moment. And suddenly I have this like massive wave where everything just feels overwhelming and it just feels so like chronically chaotic and I just don't know how to like escape it and I don't understand my own emotions and I'm suddenly that's pushing you back a few steps I'm not really trusting my gut and things like that but I'm then putting into practice of okay just trust your gut no is a full sentence okay I'm going to set these boundaries with that person and that's helping me like regain that control over understanding my emotions because don't get me wrong it's never going to be a case where you apply all of this and you suddenly are like free as a bird and you never stress about anything of course you're going to stress about things like we're human and this is life but you can put these little learnings these little actions into place and roll over like a few more days or a few hours after an event has happened that's stressed you out and you're like oh I feel a lot better now it honestly is as simple as you've you've fallen over and you've put a plaster on it you've fallen over you've hurt yourself and that's awful 
but you put a plaster on it, it's resting, it will get better. It's kind of the same, like you're stressing, things are gonna stress you out, but you can learn what to do and how to do things so that you can help yourself in that situation. And that's definitely where I've been and what I'm doing right now, and it's, it's working. <laughs> Oh my God, I can't believe it's taken me this long to talk about it. But another big thing that happened this year was going back to Ireland. Can you believe it? I can't believe I went back to Ireland. Like after 12 years of not going home and totally disassociating myself with the country, with my experiences, with my childhood. And then out of nowhere, like last year, one of our friends suggested we booked a trip to Dublin. And I said, hold on, if I'm going back to Ireland, I need to go back to Dungarvan. I need to go back to where I grew up first. And long story short, I went back to my old, old hometown for three days, which was definitely long enough because it is a tiny town. Went back for three days and then went up to Dublin and I had the best time. But in those three days, I feel like I accomplished so much with by doing so little, like just being back in that environment and feeling more healed. I wouldn't say I'm totally healed. I think I'm gonna be working on it for a while and I have actually sought therapy again so I had it for a little while last year I had it for a little while the year before I find it really works well for me when I have it for a period of time and then I don't because it gives me like this space to again breathe <laughs> I feel like I'm, we're talking about breathing so much in this episode but it does it gives me the space to just like relax and just you know really reflect and process everything that I'm opening up about and I'm talking about and so I decided, do you know what? I'm gonna go back because I feel like I've reflected a lot and I have healed a lot. And when it comes to everything that happened in Ireland, because I know I haven't told you guys, I'm just not ready yet, but everything that happened in Ireland, I spoke to my therapist about and I spent the next six months and to a year probably like reflecting on it and processing it. And I got to that stage where suddenly at, by the end of it, I'm like, hold on, I can go back. I can find my peace with being in the country that I felt like destroyed me as a child and took away my childhood and I went back and I I don't know I just I was like fine like this is I didn't I remember being on the plane and I cried on the plane as soon as we saw the country like physically the country through the window it just made me feel a bit overwhelmed and I cried but after that I just felt excited I felt excited to be there to be exploring to go to Dublin and spend the time with my friends I was no longer like really scared and stressed and like thinking, oh my God, what if people that I went to primary school with are gonna see me? Like, so what? Why would that be a bad thing? Do you know what I mean? But stuff like that, because I had associated so many bad things with living there, like the bullying, like the racism and like the other stuff that happened, it just took the Irish connections I had away from me. And oh my God, when I went to Ireland, I saw my uncle that I haven't seen in like, 13 years right I saw him I literally ran up to him Uncle Morris like hello it's actually my dad's cousin which I find really funny that people make fun of Indians and Asian people for being like oh you've got loads of cousins and aunties and uncles and they're not even your family but my dad's the same like he's got his cousins that I call my uncle or maybe that's normal I don't know but I find it really funny because everyone always says it about Indian but Irish people are the exact same the exact same Anyways, I went and saw him and I just thought, oh my God, like I've just flooded back so many memories of being younger, playing on the trampoline, going to his sweet shop. He had children that are a few years younger than us and we used to see them. And it just brought back so many happy memories that I forgot that I had. And so to go back to Ireland, like, I don't know, it just made me feel a lot stronger. I did the hard work first, right? I processed, which was really bloody hard. 
And I reflected again, really hard, but only hard because you had, and I experienced so many emotions that were unexpected. They'd come at weird hours of the day. Things would trigger me when I was out at like friends' parties. And suddenly I'm like, why is this triggering me? Like, why is this making me feel so like on edge? And I put that work in for however long. And then come the end of it, I'm like, oh my God, like that stuff doesn't bother me anymore. If you have things in your life and you're like, it really triggers me when this happens. Like how I said the other week with the exclusion thing, like when I feel really excluded with my friends, that triggers me. That probably comes, I still don't quite understand, but that probably does come from getting bullied as a child growing up, right? From not really like being comfortable and confident and finding my feet when I was growing up with my friendships because of that. And so now I'm like, hold on. That's why that affected me. And you can look back on that, reflect on that, and you move forward now. And it doesn't affect me anywhere near as much. I mean, it still does a little, but nowhere near as much as it used to. And so not only did I go back to Ireland and just feel like I totally healed my inner child, within a month I flew to India and I got to meet so much of my family that I had never met before. And whilst in its own sense, that's amazing, it was so crazy to go somewhere, go to India without my mum and suddenly feel so much more connected to her. Like she's not passed away. She was at home in the UK, but I just felt so much more connected to her because I felt like I understood where she had come from. Like I've never denied it. I've never hidden the fact that I haven't got the healthiest of relationships with my parents. Or I actually think I can say now I didn't. It's a lot healthier, <laughs> a lot stronger and a lot nicer now. And I think it's been through the process of me letting go, of reconnecting with my Irish side, of healing my inner child and going to India and connecting with my Indian side. And suddenly I'm letting go of so many things and so much anger and resentment that I held towards my parents that I didn't realize that I had until I let them go. And suddenly I'm so connected to my mum. I feel like I can talk to her about things. I feel like I can call her up and see how she is. Like I know to a lot of people and God, it's always made me so jealous when people are like, oh, I'm like best friends with my mum. We go shopping all the time. We get nails done or we do this. Like I can talk to my mum about anything. I've never in my life had that. And I've always felt really jealous about other people who have. But now to even just turn around and be like, yeah, I can call my mum like, and I'm in Bali, I can call her and ask her what she's up to today and she will chat about what I'm doing and we'll have a five minute conversation and you know, we'll tell each other that we love each other, which is like a big thing. And then we hang up the phone. To even be able to get to this stage by now, like I just never thought I was gonna be here because I was so stuck in feeling so affected by everything that had happened to me growing up. And also just holding, like I said, holding on to that anger and resentment, but just all of those emotions that I didn't realize were really weighing me down and they weren't allowing me to blossom. They weren't allowing me to grow and develop and to you know, have better relationships with the people around me because I was holding on to stuff like without even thinking about it so subconsciously that like I said, by doing the work, I obviously saw a therapist. I know therapy isn't accessible to everyone because it is expensive, but confronting what I was feeling, confronting how it made me feel and just really going head on and understanding, like imagine a can of Coke, you shake that Coke and you open it, it's gonna explode. That's not what I did when I say I went head on. Going head on, I'm opening this can of Coke very slowly, bit by bit and as I'm opening it a little bit is fizzing out 
each and every single time a little bit more. Fizzing out, fizzing out, fizzing out. And everything that was fizzing out over the last year, over the last few months, has really piled together. <laughs> it has piled together and it has been tough to face it, but it has been the most liberating thing I've ever done. A few more things that have happened. Oh my God, going through this whole thing of, I need to live in London. Oh, maybe we should live in Manchester. Maybe we should live abroad. I don't want to live in Basingstoke. I want to live in Reading. Like going through that whole thing again, like I still <laughs> don't know where I want to live, but now I know it's 100% a city. And that brings me comfort knowing that I'm like 1% or 10% or 50% closer to understanding what it is exactly that I want and living in a city. And Henry's on board. And do you know what? I feel like there is such a stigma against doing things because your boyfriend wants you to do them this way or vice versa. Henry living a life a certain way because it's what I want. But when you're in a relationship, a committed relationship, there does come compromise. And people talk about that when you're when you're getting married and like you've got kids, like there's compromise. But when you're in a committed relationship from whatever age, there is compromise because you want the other person to have what they want, but you also need to have what you want. So that's where the compromise comes in. If I had it my way, we would live in London and we'd be there a year ago. But that's not something that's feasible for Henry. Like, not even financially, but that's not the lifestyle he wants. He doesn't want the fast-paced London lifestyle. And yes, I admit, it took me a little while to accept that. But now that I have, I'm like, okay, let's find a middle ground. And I'm so, like, lucky that he's so open to still live in a city, but just a quieter one. But he's happy to leave his hometown that he's lived his whole life. So... Yes, we're not quite there. Maybe this time next year, who knows? Who knows where we'll be? But we're working towards it and we're saving in the process. So whilst we're making the decision, at least we can keep saving every single month. Who knows where I'm going to end up living? Oh my God, I have no clue. A tough thing that happened this year that I really wasn't expecting and I don't think you ever really expect these things. But I had to deal with grief for the first time. I had never lost someone close to me and had to deal with grief face on. But this year we did, we lost someone, Harry and I lost someone close to us and it was really tough. And I think what it taught me more than anything is that you never know how you're gonna feel. You never know like how limited time truly is, but you just have to keep feeling, that's key. Just keep feeling, if you feel sad, be sad. If you ha feel happy, but you feel guilty for feeling happy in that instance, just let yourself feel happy. Because wherever you feel like, you know when people are like your feelings are valid your feelings are worthy it is the same thing right whatever you're feeling just feel it and it will be so much more refreshing and liberating than trying to like like I don't know squish all your feelings in a bottle because you feel, think you're feeling not feeling them at the right time when in reality if you feel that way you feel that way and that's that like end of sentence and Finally, oh my God, guys, what has gone on with the body positive community this year has been crazy. I feel like I've definitely opened my eyes to understand that this community is a lot wider than I thought it was. Like I came in here from the weight loss side of things, from having lost four stone a few years ago. And I'm like, okay, I'm an advocate for healthy living and a healthy lifestyle. But if you want to eat extra and you're going to put on weight that's perfectly normal I'm not here to tell you no you need to lose weight to be healthy you guys know that right but there is a side of this body positive community that is like you are so obese you, this is not healthy you should not be promoting obesity this is so like you're going to cause people to die sorry no if that's someone's body allow them to promote and express and 
live in their body the way that they want to live in their body, 100%. You know I'm always going to be more on the try to obtain a healthier lifestyle if you can. But for some people, like, well, actually for everybody, let me rephrase that, for absolutely everybody, healthy does not equal size. Like, size and weight do not equal healthy. There actually is not much relevance to one another. I know we look at the BMI and we look at all these other things, like if you are bigger you're gonna have things like diabetes but you can you can still be healthy and be bigger you can be healthy and be smaller you can be healthy and be in the middle ground like me so I really saw a different side to the community this year that I didn't like but it also helped me kind of focus on where I want to stand within the community instead of just kind of like being a part of this community and offering this content I know exactly where I stand within it you know I am an advocate for healthy living, but I also know that healthy doesn't equal size, like I said, and that's where it is for me. I definitely, through a few of the guests that we've had, like Olivia, opened my eyes to the other communities within this community. So looking at the people who have experienced eating disorders and talking to them and them expressing, you know, how important it is for them that they don't see what I eat in a day video, so I stopped making them. Having these conversations where they're talking about how liberating it is for them to have someone else turn around and be like, yes, I ate five courses for my dinner tonight. Like, so what? That's okay. Like, just my eyes were just so opened through these conversations with Olivia, with Florence, even with Charlotte Emily, Emily Price, like with everyone. I've also met so many women this year of all shapes and all sizes. And it's so funny because I was actually talking to Henry about this earlier. Uh, he's, he doesn't get it the way that we get it right. But speaking to people and they look totally different to you, right? But I could tell them an experience I've had and how that's made me feel about my body. And they're like, same, 100% same. But I think for so long, you feel so isolated when it comes to your body because it's so specific to you and it's so individual to you that you just think no one else is going to understand. They don't get it because it's not the same. And you know the extent that those feelings go for you or those experiences go for you. No one else is going to quite understand it. But in reality, we are all the same. And the majority of us experience very similar things and very, very, very similar feelings about our bodies, whether that's our insecurities or the things that help us feel confident. And it's just made me realize, like, for the biggest part of my life, I felt so isolated and alone in how I felt about my body, especially, you know, being a girl that carries more weight in her lower body, having wide hips, having big thighs, big calves, right? I'm like, oh, I've always longed to be smaller. But now that I'm past that and I'm comfortable and happy with who I am now, talking to other people and understanding that like they could have my dream figure, my dream legs, <laughs> or I have their dream figure or something like that. And understanding that they have experienced the exact same feelings about themselves as I have about myself. Myself, I suddenly don't feel alone in this area, in this space, in this community, in these feelings about my own body at all anymore. I like know that if I feel crap about something, oh my God, like 90% of other women have felt crap about the exact same thing. You can get over it. And again, that just goes to show the power of social media, how much it really can, if used right, if used nicely, can really bring people together and to really help one another. I mean, I like to think that my Instagram and my TikTok and this podcast helps you guys. That's why I'm doing it, because it's nice to help others. And so 
to be able to use social media in this way, in this form, it just feels amazing. Especially now that I've let go of everything I was holding on to before with my social media. Like the fact that I was so scared to stop doing recipes, the fact that I was so scared not to do weight loss content, the fact that I started doing hauls and I was like, oh, I can only do hauls now because everyone just follows me for hauls. I finally got myself to this comfortable space where I'm actually just sharing me. It's just my life, it's just me. This is what goes on in my head sometimes. This is how I'm feeling today. And that's as far as it goes, but it just, feels so much more comfortable and I, I just feel so much more impactful like I feel like what I'm putting out there now is actually going a lot further than it did before but I held on to only having a niche only doing a certain type of content for so 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 long I just held on to that for so 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 long and now it just feels amazing to know that what I'm doing makes me happy and it also makes other people happy too Right, God, what a big episode, hey? It's been really nice to reflect on the last few months. I do feel like things have changed a lot for the better. Things are, are so much more positive than they used to be for me. And I'm excited because I feel like you're just constantly growing, hey? <laughs> right, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I'm so sad to say goodbye. Not for long, not for long, but I definitely need the month off. My sister's having a baby. So I've got to put my mussy, my auntie cap on and go be a fantastic auntie for my little niece or nephew and i will see you guys very 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 soon for season two thank you once again to everyone for listening each and every week i honestly appreciate it so much and also thank you so much for all the guests that have come on that have come to the spotify studios in london with me and henry for coming on lastminute.com every time he has <laughs> and for just making this such an enjoying process like an enjoying journey experience whatever you want to call it it has literally just felt amazing so yes all right without further ado i'm going to close off and i will see you guys for season two 